Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You are now listening to the Playmaker Podcast. What's good, family? This is the Playmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your co-host, Nikita Monroe Thomas. I'm we, rusty. That's why. Uh, you, we won't get back. Okay. We, but we thank you all you guys for tuning in on a weekly basis. Um, just kicking it with us for about a good 25 to 35 minutes. Yeah, we ain't going to take you too know, much of your time. We ain't going to take too much of your time, but... Um, we took some L's over over the weekend. <laughs> Personally, I know Keita did too, but for me, it hurt a little bit. And so the sneakers I'm talking about on Friday, the what date was that? The 24th. The 24th. The the was it yellow? Yellow Dunks came out. We don't even know the name of them because we just was. Mm-mm. We'll tell you. Mm-mm. So those I didn't take as hard. The what? L pause. Um, I didn't take that L. To the heart, but on Saturday, the 25th, the off-white Jordan 4s came out. And let me give you a little story. Um, so, you know, 10 a.m., they drop. You got mm-hmm. to put your security code in for your uh, card and whatnot. So now it says you're in line. Boom. Bet I'm in line. It says pending. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, talk to me. It says nice. pending. A couple of my friends hit me like, damn, I lost. I'm like, oh, mine still say Pending. So, long story short, <laughs> 20 minutes later, it still says pending. So, I'm like, ooh, ooh. I probably got a good chance. Mm-hmm. So, Delayed I'm going to let Keita tell her story, but she, she, I get a text from her. She say what she say. I'm like, mm, I just like, okay. <laughs> I ain't take my L yet. Um, <laughs> then I log back in. That John says, pick another size. The size you have chosen is uh sold out okay so i'm like okay i'm picking another size i go to pick another size there's no sizes to pick sold out <laughs> so they play so i took that one to heart that l with the off-white jordans yeah i took it to heart how about you Keita? i think the sneaker universe knew my plans i started to spend the money 
to resell them already in my head. I said, ooh, I'm going to pay this off. I'm going to pay that off. Ooh, I'm going to say this. Because I started looking on StockX, what they mm. were selling for, what sizes. they was, How much you was getting for what sizes and all that. See? No. If you're not going to buy a bot, if you're not going to buy a bot and win with a bot, then they're going to pick. The people that win with bots win, but I got a friend that won. She bought Jordan. She a Jordan head. I think they could sink. They know like who buy Jordans. I ain't bought a pair of Jordans in like twelve years. So that oh, she definitely not getting nothing. Like I think they know who be buying Jordans and who don't. I think it only hurt me because I already was spending the money in my head. If I never was spending the money, then I probably would have been okay. Because when I lost the dunks, that was more. I was like, dang, that's a come up. Retail one ten. They going for like. On eBay right now, they're going for 16 right now. Stock X about 12, 13. People asking, now you're you going to get offers. We go in with the wrong intentions. Yeah, I think we went in with the wrong intentions. And I told Reg, I said, can we go back? Can we, like, change our intentions? I'm like, it's, Reg said it's already in the universe. <laughs> they already know we're trying to make a come up. I'm like, it ain't like a come up with them Dior's, but it's a come up still, though. Because them Dior's, if you pay retail, I think retail was $2,000. If you didn't 2200 yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're going for right now 13000 I think I seen one time mm-hmm. I'm not a mathematician But that's $11,000 Come up probably 10-ish 10, 10-5 mm-hmm. mm. Sorry to Stop that, thinking about it Stop thinking about it <laughs> But I, you want to know something though When I seen them I watch YouTube videos of the off-whites They're nice but I still wouldn't have kept them. That's all I wanted to say. I wouldn't have kept them. Because it just would have... I don't... I'm not coming from my town or nothing like that. But I just don't feel like I should be walking around in shoes worth that much money around people or around anyone that's in a... Like, I ain't even got a house. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wouldn't just be a smart decision on my part. Not saying you can't walk around with sneakers that you buy with your own money. I'm just saying, them sneakers worth a lot of money. And I don't... I don't know where would I, I can't, you can't go nowhere. It's quarantine. I'm gonna take a couple pictures in the crib, and you're done. So yeah, we took L. So, but what's anything else coming out? We can make money. I mean, anything else nice coming out? <laughs> well, I haven't checked, but yeah, see. I think I gotta stop going into it saying like, oh, I'm definitely reselling these because Nothing. you put that in the universe, you want to take that out. Nothing. LeBron seventeens. No thanks. Maybe them Jordan ones, them silver ones. They got some Jordan ones in August. Shout out to my Lakers. Shout out to Kuz. He had twenty five a day after his twenty fifth birthday. You know he took the blonde. He ain't got the blonde hair no more, right? Nah, my boy. Welcome back. Nah. But yeah, man, we took these L's. I don't. I think I tried to get about ten sneakers on the sneakers app, and I'm over ten. Dang, see, this is my first time really trying, and then I feel like if I would have tried all them other times, I probably would have got it because I never win nothing. Y'all want to know something else funny? Me and Rage, we tag each other in sneaker stuff. We'll be trying to win, <laughs> and I'll be like, what Rage tagged me in this time? And I know it's vice versa because I'll be tagging him. they like, tag three friends, put your shoe size. Me and Rage has yet to win any of them. But at this point, I'm sorry, at this point, I think those like Instagram pages, they just trying to get their followers up. You they gonna, they gonna get it. They gonna get they them get, with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. I don't. They don't even send me a. 
you've lost email. Like, I give you my email. <laughs> give me a, a you've lost. Maybe try again next time. That's what I'm saying. I don't get anything from And I feel it. like, you know what I feel like they could have did? Like, nobody could stop the bots. I understand that. But they should have just let everybody be all sad and lost and then threw some more up on there real quick. Because I, I went back on the app. I said, what if they do a sneak attack and throw some more on there? <laughs> Everybody all sad and crying, and I just go back on there, and I could get a size six, and and on stock X, a size six was going for a substantially amount of money, but that's not the point. Yeah, I looked up bots and whatnot, five hundred a year. But if you think about it, I'm not gonna get one. But if you think, oh, it's about worth it if you the type of person that buys sneakers. Every like sneaker, yeah. you're gonna make your money back. Yeah, the money's gonna get made back. Plus some, plus some. But it's like, yeah, I can't come up. Five hundred, and then you got to think you're not gonna want to pay one ninety every time a sneaker come out, or two something every time a sneaker. Come out. You got to have a budget for this type of lifestyle. And I'm not a sneakerhead. I do like sneakers though, but I'm I'm real particular. I'm like I'm more off like running sneakers now and like Ultra Boots, Adidas. Like I really like stuff like that. But Jordans, it got to be a certain Jordan. Like one Jordan, I'm gonna treat myself to. Is it the bread 11s and they pricey? They pricey, but I'm not gonna do it before I get my own crib because mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wouldn't feel right paying $400 for a pair of sneakers. In. Hey, everybody's priorities are different, but yeah, some people like I want these J's and they don't even got a place to sleep. Like, come on, I don't, yeah, I don't see some interesting stuff. Like, uh-huh. I'm, I'm humble because I just was on a bus months ago, so I'm not talking like I'm bragging about anything, but. You know, like Red said, some people priorities, but you definitely if this if you're a sneakerhead, and I follow a lot of people that's real sneakerheads. I know the history of sneakers. I used to when I was young. Now I'll be working and stuff, but I don't really know all the history about the sneakers. But I do. I'm interested in learning, and if I get to a point where I make I'm making money, money, then I buy the sneakers that I really, really like. The sneakers that, I, that have meaning to me, sneakers that. But I wasn't. I didn't grow up not getting sneakers. My mom bought me every Jordan. My dad bought me every Jordan that came out until I got to like. After you got a kids and my mom's like, here go half and you figure out the rest. I'm like, and I got to ask my grandma for this money. She going to give it to me though. And then you be like, dang, if I buy these sneakers, my mom was like, either you buy the Jordans or you buy some basketball sneakers. And then I would be like, all right, I bought the Jordans and I played balling. <laughs> I got a picture with some Jordans on suede with the blue at the bottom. I might post it on, I might send it to Reg and let him post on the page. Yeah, don't excuse the hair. That's not the point. The point is the Jordans. Yeah, I, I never like playing in Jordans. Like, they feel heavy. They hurt my feet. I played in blur. My last year of college, I played half the season in bread 11s. Mm. And that was probably my best. I still had a good season, though, mm. but in them bread 11s. But my feet was hurting after the game, every game. Yeah, they, like, that's why I don't. Did you watch The Last Dance at all? No. It's on Netflix now, so make sure you watch it. But I'm gonna watch on it. The Last Dance, one of the episodes, like, I think it was the 11s, or was it the 1s? Whatever sneaker it was, he wore them, and after the game, his feet was bleeding. So after that, he had to, like, they had to make him, like, special, mm-hmm. like a special Cause custom Because I think size. the Jordan 1s that people rock, you can't play ball in them. They they give me Converse vibes. They The comfort of them, mind you, I done played in Ch- some tells. I played in the 11s. I played in the, dang, I don't know the number of these. Yeah. They're a corny number, though. <laughs> They was sweet. They had blue at the bottom. I played in some um, some team Jordans. Yeah, that was my AU. My feet. I, yeah, I had some heat on my feet. I probably was. I wasn't that good. 
back then I got better, but I had some heat. I probably ain't play a lot, but you look at the bench like, dang, her sneakers fire. That was me. Good times, good times. Back back when I was in school, we always, when I was at TCA, we wore team sneakers. I got there my sophomore year. I was hurt, so I didn't play. But it was team sneakers that year. My junior year was team sneakers. Mm-hmm. My senior year, I wore my own sneakers, but they was some D-Roses. Nothing crazy. I always like D-Rose sneakers. It's basketball sneakers for some reason. Then in college, it was always team sneaker up until my senior year. And that's when I got the yellow, like, LeBrons. Mm-hmm. It was like a limited edition, kind of. How was you shooting? You were shooting good? Or no? Oh, I scored I scored a bunch of points that my senior year. Yeah, that's how I felt about it. I switched from my Brits to the Adidas, and it was still a good season overall. Um, yeah, I'm real particular about basketball teams. They got to be high top. I never played in low top. Probably cause I'm I'm not I'm 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 it's surprising, but I'm pretty clumsy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like Kobe, y'all everybody knew Kobe was my guy. I probably could buy a pair of Kobe's for sentimental reasons, but I probably couldn't play in them unless I wore two ankle braces. And then I don't like ankle braces, so it's like I just would be real scared to play in low tops. I know a mm-hmm. lot of people could play in them though, but for some reason I feel like I'm such a type of player like I can't turn it off that's why I never was the type of player that like to play outside because mm. I, I couldn't turn off the, the the aggression and you got to turn it down when you outside you got to protect you yourself you would have had outside. hella bruises and yeah, cuts like, and no, I saw one of my teammates scrapes. tear ACL outside and it scarred mm. me for life yep out uh, at, U, at Moody Park yep she tore ACL out there and that from since then from that moment I played outside but it was like at 60 and mind you I'm not even not a, a player that play at mm. 60 Anybody I know, but I, I was just so traumatized because it was just like she didn't do nothing extra, she didn't do nothing crazy, it just went left, literally. But yeah, me and Reg took some L's on the sneakers. <sighs> I've been trying to cut down my sneaker buying. I got some coming, some corny ones that I'm probably gonna send <laughs> corny back. Corny ones. So look, buying sneakers is like has been therapy for me. So anytime I'm feeling super duper down, I buy a pair. But what I do is I make sure they're not like I'm not buying a pair that's like three hundred dollars. I go on my little sneaker still app. Oh, these thirty. Oh, I'm gonna grab them. Oh, these sixty. Bet sixty five free shipping. Bet, and that's where I cut it. I normally don't go over sixty five, sixty. So I feel like I ain't doing no wrong now. I do be having to sneak them in the crib because my mom, she's starting to count my sneakers. Mm. She be thinking I be having she's sneakers. She's starting clocking you. Yeah, she clocking me. And then now she want to buy sneakers all the time, too. Shout out to my mom. But, yeah, I love I, I love runners. Like, anything comfortable. Like, these Ultra Boots right now, I got on super comfortable. So, I want another pair of these. But it's more comfort. And that's the problem, I think, when I when we get to start dressing up and you can just put your fits together. It's like, oh, man. you gonna I'm going to realize, like, sis, all you got is workout running shoes. So, I think... These next couple months, I'm going to get my fall my fall game up, boots, shoes, and stuff like that. But, yeah, I enjoy buying sneakers, guys. But you just got to put, like Red said, you just got to put it in your budget. Paying, well, these Jordans coming out too fast. So, <laughs> you got to pick your favorite at this point. And if you're a sneakerhead, go for it. But if you're not, like, I'm all about, well, I was all about just buying the sneakers, like, that I really like. But now that the resale game is so... We thought we was gonna be. We it's thought we so was about to change the game. Right Playmaker Pockets. Like, we thought we was about to change the game, and come up. I text Rage. Good luck. Like we really was like. <laughs> I tried to beat the system. The system beat me. I had my regular phone. I'm my not phone. Even gonna tell y'all what I'm gonna do. 
Key to telling you, I ain't telling you what I was trying to do. I had two. I had my broke phone on the Wi-Fi at the crib on the app. I had my regular phone. I had the laptop. My regular phone on the uh, dunk sell out in like one second. My broke phone is like pick a size. I pick any size. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Done. You the L. The problem I have with these things just give me my L right there. Don't have me waiting for the L. That's the problem I have. Like, I waited 20 minutes for the L. Like I said, I was already spending the profits in my head. <laughs> yeah, they disrespectful. <laughs> I'm actually, it's like Mm-mm. nobody I knew won. I knew one person that won, and she deserved it, though, because she a real Jordan head. That's why I'm not mad. If she was somebody like me. I do know one that person that got the him. early release. Yeah. But no, I think our game plan was wrong. We should have just kept it to ourselves about wanting to profit. We should have acted like we liked them, been hyped, posting it on the gram and stuff like that. Like, ooh. And <laughs> but it didn't work out like that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's enough about our L's that we took over the yeah. weekend. Um, so we do have a special guest that's about to come on. We hope you enjoy. We hope you get something out of it ahead of this NBA restart. Um, so catch us after the break. Playmaker Podcast. What's good, family? Welcome back to the Playmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie Coleman. I'm your co-host, Nikita Monroe-Thomas. And today we have a special guest. Um, You may know him from NBA 2K, ESPN, or the Scoop B radio show. Uh, He goes by the name of Brandon Robinson. You may know him as Scoop B. Welcome to the show. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be on. Sorry for the time issues, but Got to make time for my people. Oh, yeah, for it. sure. We appreciate it, 100%. Um, so, like I said, for the sake of time, um, let, I, wanted, I wanted to talk about the NBA restart um, because the season is about to officially start uh, on Thursday. So, according to the NBA restart, who do you think has the best chance of winning? We're just going to start off with, with that. Who do you think has the best chance of winning, given that everybody is pretty much healthy now? 
I mean, there's three teams that stand out. Um, yeah. To me, uh, the the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, the Los Angeles Clippers, and the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, if you ask me what team not named them could potentially make some noise, I got to look at the rainy chance, the Toronto Raptors, who despite not having Kawhi Leonard, you know, still have been uh, proficient uh, behind the player Pascal Siakam, um, Fred Van Fleet, uh, uh, Kyle Lowry, uh, Serge Ibaka, Marcus Sowell. Um, I know some teams that could use some of those pieces on their team. And, you know, despite not having uh, Kawhi Leonard who went to Green Pastures with the Clippers, they're playing good basketball. Uh, you look at the Philadelphia 76ers who are healthy. Uh, Joel Embiid, you know, at, at, at points early in the season, uh, was an MVP caliber candidate. Uh, ben Simmons uh, legitimately, you know, was playing the basketball. You shift him to the fourth spot. And, um, you know, I, I think that the Sixers have something to offer besides just those two guys, uh, Tobias Harris, uh, Shake Milton, uh, Al Horford, Furkan uh, Cormont, and more so. Um, I think the Sixers, the, the Raptors um, in the Eastern Conference, and, and, you know, when you look at the Western Conference, uh, you, you have to throw Houston and Portland into the pot as well. But, you know, if you ask me today who I think will likely win it, I, I've, I've been on the Lakers train uh, the last year, and, you know, I, I think that, you know, the, their their cargo on that train has, 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 has uh, enhanced even more, adding J.R. Smith and, you know, some of the other pieces there. Yeah, and for our listeners, they know like I'm I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a kind of more so a LeBron fan. So um, with this, with the pandemic and them ha- having to sit out and uh, basically rest, um, I agree with you. Like they have, if not the best shot, if not besides the Lake uh, the Clippers, um, because like you said, they added Deion Waiters, who looks great the first two uh, scrimmage games. Uh, J.R. Smith, who can knock. Who can get high at any moment? Correct. Um, yeah, they lost Avery Bradley, uh, which is a key defensive factor. But when you add in Deion Waiters and J.R. Smith, it's kind of like a better a two for one deal, if if I may say so. Yeah, J.R. He got a lot of effort. He he is effort on defense. You're not gonna get the same, but his effort. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I agree with you with the Lakers, uh, and also with the Sixers. Um, I like their chances in the East because Ben Simmons is healthy. Um, they're playing him at the four now. Got Shake Milton at the one, um, and like you said, Embiid was an MVP candidate. Is if he can get back to that, and uh, I just I don't want him to shoot as many threes as he does. But if he can get in the post a little more, I think that'll give him the best shot uh, against the Bucks. Obviously, yeah, I agree. So yeah, I think sorry about that. Go ahead. Um, so, yeah, I was just thinking, like, what do you think the chances of the Bucks actually making it out of the East? Because I I look as look at them as like a Houston Rockets. They're a good regular season team. Playoffs come, uh, things change, and they don't play the game the same, if that makes sense. They are made in the prototypical image of Mike D'Antoni. Correct. Correct. Uh, shoot basketball shoot, run, um, and, and have fun while doing it. Uh, you, you, you bring in someone with, with NBA Finals experience and playoff experience and Russell to help guide that shit, Russell Westbrook, um, and, and you bring him with a guy who's familiar uh, in his teammate, uh, James Harden, guys who've done it, uh, guys who continue to do it, both who have been MVP candidates over the last 
five to ten years in the last five years, and um, you bring it on home in that regard. Um, you know, over the years, Houston has dealt with almost making it to the finals with Chris Paul to you know game sevens and just not you know getting it done. And you know, I think this is the last iteration of that team before you know there could be some changes, particularly just in the head coach Mike yes, D'Antoni into his last year. And, um, you know, you have questions about their general manager and Daryl Morey. So, um, you know, you get rid of Clint Capella. I remember Robert Ury telling me recently that, you know, he didn't think that Clint Capella was a max guy and that he benefited from just double teams that James Harden got. So, you know, when I, when I look at, um, when I look at the Houston Rockets, I do think this is their last hurrah. PJ Tucker is literally their starting center. Who would have thunk it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think for there sure. are some mismatches, but at the same time, um, I do think that um, it, it, it's 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 going to be an interesting playoff. Yeah, I agree. Would, how much do you think this these teams being in a bubble is affecting some of the players, especially like the veteran guys? Um, some of these guys are married. So exactly. You, you do the math there. These guys are used to getting what they want. You do the math there. Correct. Exactly. But you know, at the same time. Um, that's what the offseason is for. You're here to play basketball. And those who want it, it'll show. And those who don't, it won't show. I think it's as simple as ABC, one, two, three. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it is what it is. LeBron James is married with children, and, you know, that's what pays the bills. Children don't pay the bills. So yeah. I think when it's all said and done, um, it, it's really not about the flesh. It's about the winning, and, you know, hopefully they get it done. Yeah, with that being said, um, how do you think – do you think whoever wins the championship would be – like it would have an asterisk as in like, oh, it's not like a quote-unquote real championship? The only one because or, – Or do you think this is a harder run at the championship? You know, Dwight Howard recently said – he said it last week that there should be an asterisk because, um, you know, it's harder to win it now because of just – the stop or the stoppage on you know, March 11th when the, mm-hmm. when the coronavirus pandemic hold to play. Um, that being said, I think I say no if the Lakers win because the Lakers, many people believe would be theirs or the Clippers championship to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you start going into situations where, okay, the Orlando Magic would have won it or like a Kyrie irving list, Kevin durant list, Nets would have won it. Right. With Jamal Crawford and Travis LeBert, then it's like, okay, can they do that next year? Because then that's a hypothetical. Yeah. Um, I think when you look at the NBA's lockout shortened season during the 1998-99 NBA season, people said that about the Spurs. Right. Correct. And um, look what happened. They won in 2003. They won in 2005. Yep. They won in 2007. They won in 2014. 2014, So, like, you know, I'd love to see the people who say there should be an asterisk play the 82 game NBA season. Exactly. And they do like to say that a lot. But I I also want to say if the Lakers don't win, how how big of a a hit will LeBron's legacy take, do you think? I don't subscribe to that hit to legacy like many other people do. Mm Mm-hmm. Because uh, a lot of people, most people will never be in LeBron James' situation. Correct. Mm-hmm. I agree. Little, little less that they even had a conversation with LeBron James. Correct. So I, I think that that's, that's very subjective. Um, 
However, I, I, I realize that, you know, that, that's a fan conversation. I don't know that that's an analyst conversation. I agree. So to, to that being said, you know, I take it back to um, a conversation I had on record with uh, Dr. J. Judith Irvin years ago about, like, who plays like what in the comparison game. And he said when he first came into the league, many people compared him to Connie Hawkins. Mm. So those were the competitors, you know, they, they're, comp- they're comp- people wanted them to be the competitors there. And, mm-hmm. you know, he said, you know, that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But that's not for him to say, okay, I feel like Connie Hawkins, that's for the fans to, you mm-hmm. know, to discuss that. So I, I think that being said, like, um, I just think with Last Dance uh, happening in April and going into May, many people who never saw Michael Jordan play actually see the the brilliance of Michael. I think that LeBron James was this generation's Michael Jordan mm-hmm. for doing it his way, but you can't compare him to Michael Jordan because I think people always use championships as a measuring stick for Correct. how great LeBron is. And, you know, Kobe Bryant lost a couple NBA finals himself. Mm-hmm. He, sure he sure did. He sure did. And then also LeBron took, uh, what was that team? His Cavs team? Can anybody even name the starting five on that team? Yeah, Booby Gibson. Again? His two, his uh, the team he took to the finals, his Cavs team against the Spurs. No stars. Seven. Yes. Marshall, him, Mo Williams, Booby, Booby Gibson, Exactly. So uh, these star players not taking those caliber players. What I mean is really brilliant role and, players. And it wasn't LeBron's time yet. And it wasn't his time yet. Correct. Correct. It was, like when you look at that 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, they were the equivalent of the 2012 Thunder uh, team that lost to the Miami Heat when yeah. it was LeBron's time. Yeah, it wasn't their time. Correct. Their time. I agree. I agree 100%. So, so to switch gears a little bit, um, let's talk about it. Do you think Lou Will was at Magic City to get those <laughs> wings? <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I, 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 That's what we I hope. Take him at his word. Yeah, uh, I agree. Now, did he did he did he see a little little extra action while he was waiting? If I was him, I would have said I got some wings. I would have ordered in the car and ran into the into the That's what I'm saying. to see what I could see. Listen, <laughs> he went to get some. Listen, my alibi is I went to get some breakfast and thighs. Mm-hmm. Take it how you want it. <laughs> 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 oh man. <laughs> We we just gonna leave it at the legs and the thighs. Yeah, facts. <laughs> um, so I'm talking about chicken. <laughs> That's what we talking about. I agree. I agree. Like you said, I take him for his word. I take him for his word. Word. He said he went to get the seat. He went to get some breast and thighs. That's what he got. Next question. Exactly. So and, and we got a next question for you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of um, writers and and media people. Is is really a lot of people that do this? What what advice would you give somebody like us? We're just starting out. Um, what advice did someone give you along the way to keep you pushing? Because I know it wasn't overnight. I know people cause people go on your Instagram and they see you interviewing these people, but if they go into the catalog, I know it's been a, a long journey. So what advice would you give someone like us coming up or any other um, podcast or anybody that's trying to get into the, the sports realm? What advice would you give? Um, get known locally so that you can spring your wings. Um, International, um, you know. I went to school at Eastern University, which is on the main line. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, uh, so, it, you know, you know, down the street from Villanova and take a pressure mall. 
But I remember taking the R7 train to go to 30th Street Station and Philly and seeing the, you know, Trenton makes the world take. So y'all know all about that. Yes, sir. And uh, so I think at the end of the day, that global mindset is nothing but a word in that regard. So honestly, just repetition is getting on locally and just continue to grow. You know, for me, um, growing up in both uh, Northern New Jersey and New York City, um, I started grassroots locally from some of the people that are now coming locally. You know, now international and national stars, but they knew me from the local level and it continued to expand. So that's what I would advise you to do. I noticed you had my guy Gilly, you know, on your podcast. And mm-hmm. you know, he's part of the greater Philadelphia area that extends to Trenton. And yeah. um, I would just say just continue to uh just continue to grow, take the reps and you know, don't don't let people who tell you no discourage you because most of those people they ain't sugar honey iced tea anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's tr- that's true. Um, what would you say your greatest challenge was? Was it being, I guess, black in the media? I don't want to make it a race thing, but what was your greatest challenge of uh, breaking through that door or just getting through uh, to the mainstream, so to speak? I think I was ahead of my time without having an industry, without having a network co-sign, mm-hmm. and because I had that information, it didn't seem believable to people. Right. So you want people to take you seriously, but you 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 teach people how to treat you. Mm-hmm. Don't wait on somebody to validate you. The only validation worth having is, is parking. Yeah, and, and that's what we say all the time on our podcast. Like, it don't matter if we got one listener or a hundred listeners or a thousand listeners. As long as we can reach one that one person who can who it, it impacts their life or what they're doing on a day to day. We did our job. And um, like you said, it's just all about believing in you, um, making people respect you. And uh, that's what we try to do with our platform. We right now we're bringing local artists on local athletes and whatnot. Um, we got a couple athletes that were in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, Davon Reed. Uh, we got miles Powell. I'm gonna have him on soon from Seton hall. Um mm-hmm. So we just try to keep it local, but when we can spread our wings, like with you, even though you're close to the area, we wanted to reach out because it's it's all about just sharing the love and, and showing love to people who we respect. And um, hopefully we can gain that same respect at the same time by interviewing different people like yourself um, and just building our brand. Because like Keita said, my co-host, we're just starting. Like we're just getting this thing rolling. And uh, I pr- we appreciate you for even taking some time out to kick it with us because you ain't have to do it. I know you got a lot going on. NBA season is about to start. Mm-hmm. Um, so we appreciate you. I just wanted to tell you that. For sure. Thank you for having me and allowing me to be myself. And and before we let you go, what, what was the most proud or rewarding uh, experience in your career thus far? Um, the last thing. I think as you get older, you appreciate um, the, the, the humble beginnings, and I'm still not where I need to be, but I think I appreciate the days of living in my grandmother's basement and her being upstairs and me being two floors down and me having to go to Manhattan and go to a studio to be on my television program. And I'm like, all right, grandma, I'll be back. And um, she's watching me on TV, and then she's calling me after it's over. Well, I'm calling her while I'm in makeup, and then you know me coming back home, and then we talk about it. Uh, you know, she was one of my b- biggest cheerleaders. Uh, she passed away in April, 
somebody that I, that I, you know, even with everything going on and me staying busy, you know, we, we had our conversation and, um, you know, she had been in the hospital dealing with some things and, you know, even in her death, we still were talking about what's next and, you know, my plans and, you know, she was just a cheerleader. So for me, like, you know, times where, you know, I've been an expert on CBS this morning or MSNBC mm-hmm. or, you know, Rise TV or or just whatever, you know, her turning on the TV and her support, it, to me, it, it matters and it, and it meant the world to me. So, like I said, man, I want to thank you. We appreciate you so much. So before we let you go, just give your uh, social media handles uh, for our listeners, please. So make sure that first and foremost, you subscribe uh, to the Scoop B Radio podcast, uh, which is available on all streaming platforms, iHeartRadio, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or, or simply uh, by visiting ScoopBRadio.com. Uh, anybody from the Voice of Siri to Alan Agerson to Pete Sampras to Shaq, uh, to Mark Cuban, to um, DJ Khaled, Mary, the people that have been on there, but also um, you can follow me on Twitter at ScoopB, that's S-C-O-O-P, letter B. You can also follow me on Instagram and Snapchat at Scoop underscore B, and Facebook, Facebook.com slash ScoopB. Once again, we want to thank Brandon Scoop B. Robinson for joining us this episode. We look forward to catching up with you in the near future. Uh, until next time, folks, peace. Visit our website at theplaymakerpodcast.com and subscribe on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.